Jimmy was right back in the gym the very next day, training hard and working on his skills, even though there was no fight scheduled. Gerald saw this and realized that Jimmy's determination was unmatched. His love of winning and thrill of competition began to spill out of the ring and into everyday life, however. Jimmy liked to play cards on Sunday night at his childhood friend Lenny's house with a few of the guys. These card games had always been lighthearted fun, but when money started to get involved, it became more than a game for Jimmy. You see, losing suddenly became more than losing. And winning, well, there was no other feeling like it. But Jimmy didn't stop there. He met a bookie named Al and started betting on sports. Jimmy was never much of a sports fanatic, but he was now. He paid close attention to baseball, football, and basketball. When there was money on a game, Jimmy was all eyes and all ears. Jimmy, what's going on, kid? Oh, feeling hot today, baby. That's what I like to hear. Who you want? What's the spread on the Knicks? Minus seven. All right, all right, let me get ten on that. What about the 49ers? Plus 12. But they've been cold, man. What? That's like two touchdowns. Let me get 10 on them. Who's hot in college right now? Ohio State is on fire right now. Oh, yeah? Let me get 20 on them. Don't you want to know who they're playing? The spread? Fire is fire, Al. Don't question it. All right, all right. Money up front. You know the deal, Jimmy. That's 40. In time, Jimmy's gambling habits became public knowledge. It was never seen as a problem, because he always had money. He kept a job painting houses and doing contract work. And when he wasn't working, he trained in the gym. When he wasn't doing either of these things, he was fighting. But not just fighting. Winning. As long as Jimmy won, he could do no wrong. No matter how much money he lost, the people around him encouraged everything he did. Everyone except Lindsay. Unlike everyone else, she saw Jimmy as a human being, not as a superhero fighter incapable of losing or making mistakes. His betting habits concerned her, and just because he wasn't losing at all, didn't make it all right. Lindsay made Jimmy promise to put some money away, and everything he saved, she would match, to someday buy a house and start a family, a life Lindsay always wanted, and prayed to God she could have with him. Aside from Jimmy's gambling, everything else in his life was looking up. Now at 24 years of age, Jimmy was an athletic powerhouse, he trained like no other boxer out there and had a maniacal approach to preparing for fights. His friends joked, saying that he was addicted to the gym, and Lenny always busted his chops, calling the gym his girlfriend, just like he did about the basketball court when they were kids. The truth was, Jimmy wasn't addicted to the gym, training, or even boxing. He was addicted to winning, 
and the invincible feeling that came with victory. His record reflected this. At 18-0, in just two years of fighting professionally, and Jimmy was starting to make waves in the boxing world. News traveled about the untouchable Jimmy McDermott, and fighters all across the nation wanted a shot at putting a permanent stain on his record. Jimmy had fight offers from boxers in Massachusetts all the way to California, and his ticket value was at an all-time high. He had people who wanted to see him win, and a whole lot more who wanted to see him get knocked out. Jimmy's manager told him to hold out on accepting a fight and wait for a big-name boxer to agree on fighting him. If Jimmy could win against an established fighter, it would boost his career to the next level and bring him one step closer to becoming a household name. In the meantime, Jimmy kept training, working, and leaning into his usual habits. It was in the middle of an angry rant to Lindsay when he got the call. Jimmy picked up the phone to hear Coach Gerald's voice on the other end. Jimmy, kid. You got it. You big shot. Really? Who? Tommy Bronson, kid. Tommy Bronson. Jimmy's eyes opened wide, and his head shot straight to the moon. He thanked Gerald before hanging up the phone, and turned to Lindsay to tell her the big news. They hugged and rejoiced, and then Jimmy got back on the phone to tell everyone he knew. He started with his parents, and then called Lenny. Lenny! Lenny, man, I got the fight! Bronson? Did you get Bronson? Yeah, man, he just accepted this morning. Oh, shit. Jimmy, this is huge. Yeah, baby, I'm gonna start training now. Hell yeah, my boy Jimmy's gonna be big time. Jimmy was flush with excitement, as the opportunity to fight Tommy the Tank Bronson was just the one he had been waiting for. Tommy was an established boxer on the back end of his career. In his prime, Tommy was one of the best pound-for-pound -pound fighters in the country, and at one point the WBA middleweight title holder. Now aging and coming off a devastating loss to Pedro Estrada of Mexico, Tommy was looking to bounce back and have a second act to his already celebrated boxing career. What better way than to beat a highly coveted up-and-coming boxer like Jimmy McDermott? This cocky move showed that Tommy didn't respect Jimmy's experience and saw him as an easy come-up. Jimmy had other plans for Tommy's career, as a win would propel him into the national spotlight and bury Tommy's career for good. Jimmy trained like hell, as if losing wasn't an option, because it wasn't, and the thought of it made him so mad he'd rather die than lose the fight that would make his career. Shortly after the fight was announced, a press conference was held with both fighters present to answer questions and address the public. Mr. Bronson, what are your thoughts going into this fight with the young Jimmy McDermott? Oh, I feel great. Really looking forward to beating this youngster's ass. Who knows? He might learn a thing or two in there with me. Jimmy, what do you have to say about that? Listen, I have a tremendous amount of respect for Mr. Bronson. He's had a great career, but the truth is, he's old. He's washed up. His time is over. 
I'm the future. I'm gonna knock him out so bad that when he wakes up, he's gonna be in a fucking retirement home. <laughs> the imagination's on these kids. I don't know where they get their ideas from. Let me tell you, son, it's not gonna be like a movie in there. I'm gonna take you on the full ride. The anger Jimmy felt from Tommy's attitude was unexplainable. How dare he think this fight would be a cakewalk? That his skills were no match? Jimmy was determined to show him, and the rest of the country, that he was an elite fighter, worthy of the top spot. The rage he felt was only exacerbated by public opinion. Of course Patterson was rooting for Jimmy, but the rest of the country was not. They talked about him on the radio as if the fight was already over, as if Jimmy had been knocked out in the first round. Steam nearly shot out of Jimmy's ears when he saw the Vegas book odds on the fight. Six to one. A six to one chance that Jimmy would win. As if it would take six Jimmy McDermott's to beat one Tommy Bronson. The disrespect was unreal. It was then Jimmy decided he wasn't just going to beat Bronson in the ring, but everyone else for doubting him. And he was going to hit him hard. Right in their pockets. Jimmy was a great kid. I mean, is a great kid. You know, he just had a bit of a problem. Couldn't stay away from the books. I used to love watching him walk through because I knew I was going to get some money. But after a while, it just got kind of sad. That's why I started making him pay me up front. I didn't realize how bad his problem was until the day before his big bout. Hey, Jimmy, what are you doing here, man? I want to place a bet. Whoa, whoa, your big fight's tomorrow. Shouldn't you be focusing on that? I am. I heard the odds against me are like six to one. Eight to one. Good. I want to bet on myself. What? Nah, man, you can't do that. Why not? I can't throw a fight I'm trying to win. I don't know, Jim. It seems kind of unethical. Whatever. If you don't want to take it, I'll just go down to Big Bill's shop. He'll take it. Jimmy, are you crazy? If you lose and don't pay up, those guys will kill you. So what are you saying? You think I'm going to lose? Nah, nah, Jimmy. I I know you'll win. I just... Alright, so write it down then. (sighs) Alright. How much you want? Everything. Jimmy not only bet the money he put away for Lindsay, but also the guaranteed payday he would receive from the fight. Jimmy really put everything on himself, and it was all or nothing from here on out. In the days leading up to the fight, Jimmy shut himself off from everyone and everything. He didn't talk to his coach, Lindsay, family, or friends. He didn't read the papers or watch TV. He just waited in silence and mentally prepared for the fight. On the night of the big bout, hundreds upon hundreds shuffled into Sunnyside Garden Arena in Queens, New York. The crowd was abuzz over the return of Tommy the Tank Bronson and his comeback narrative on this vibrant and energetic night.
The people are really piling in at Sunnyside Garden Arena tonight to see Tommy the Tank Bronson fight a new face in the world of professional boxing. The untouchable Jimmy McDermott in a 12-round bout. The crowd seems to expect this one to be an easy win for Bronson, but let's see if Jimmy McDermott can live up to his name and give us a show. Jimmy entered the arena to a crowd that was lively with anticipation, but largely uninterested with his presence. He approached the ring to a few distant cheers, but mostly uninterrupted chatter, as the people waited for the real reason their asses were in the seats. Tommy Bronson then emerged from the corner of the arena and was greeted with an overwhelming roar of applause from the audience. He stepped into the ring and looked at Jimmy as a rich man would a used car, top to bottom and without concern. This pissed Jimmy off even more than the Vegas book odds. He would give Bronson a reason to be concerned before the fight was over. This fight has officially begun and Tommy Bronson is out of the gate swinging. Boy, is he really wasting no time here in the first round. It was clear just how Bronson wanted to win this fight. He was fast and he was strong but no match for Jimmy's impeccable defense. Bronson swung, and Jimmy dodged. No matter how hard he tried, he just couldn't seem to land a clean punch on the untouchable Jimmy. The first three rounds played out just like this. Oohs and ahs surfaced from the crowd as Jimmy narrowly avoided powerful blows by the hand of Bronson. We're entering the fourth round now, and things have been pretty even thus far. Bronson has been working very hard to do some damage, but McDermott has been making things very difficult for him. Ooh, and McDermott connects with a fierce right hook. Jimmy began to go on the offensive in the fourth round. He landed good shots here and there, and Bronson didn't like it. He got angry at the fact that Jimmy was tagging him up and frustrated by Jimmy's shiftiness. His ability to appear so vulnerable, but actually be so elusive, really bothered Bronson, to the point where he lashed out uncharacteristically in futile attempts to land a single punch on Jimmy. He was starting to look foolish as the momentum of the crowd began to shift in favor of the young newcomer in his deceptive style. Colossal punches thrown and missed by Bronson were followed by astonished gasps from the crowd, and punches landed by Jimmy were met with cheers and applause. As the battle waged on, the scorecard reflected more and more of Jimmy's dominance. His confidence was at its peak, and Jimmy was in total control of the fight. And that concludes the eighth round with McDermott scoring some significant points in that one. He is definitely in the lead with points, and Bronson is still having trouble trying to connect. The fight neared its end leading into the ninth round, and Jimmy was absolutely on fire baiting Bronson into throwing heavy crosses and hooks, then evading them with ease, before following with fierce counterpunches and attacks of his own. The people were finally witnessing the magic of Jimmy McDermott, finally getting to see the untouchable nature that made him an artist in his own right. And they were falling in love. He danced with not only Bronson in the ring, but the crowd in the stands, in the audience at home. People found themselves on the edge of their seats and sofas, 
completely entranced by the beautiful motions of this fighting performer. Jimmy was one step ahead on so many levels. He gave his opponent and the spectators something they wanted to see, took it away, and gave them something else before they even knew they wanted it. With Bronson tiring and running out of gas, Jimmy was just toying with him, taunting him with his signature hands behind the back, and daring him to give it one last effort before his career was over. The 10th and 11th rounds held more of the same, and at this point it was clear. Jimmy was not only going to win the fight, but do it in his signature style, a style unlike anything the people had seen, and one they were immediately captivated by. With moments left in the 11th round, Jimmy went on an aggressive attack, looking to close out the fight with a knockout. As we near the end of the 11th round, McDermott has taken the reins and shocked the crowd with his resilience and skill. He's really giving it to Bronson now, and it looks like the tank is running out of steam, folks. McDermott lays a heavy combo on Bronson, and oh! Brilliant counter-strike by Bronson right before the bell. And it couldn't have come at a better time because it looks like Jimmy's a little shook up by that one. Jimmy stumbled back to his corner as the crowd quietly rumbled, in awe of the massive hit laid on him by Bronson. What the hell is wrong with you, kid? Why'd you let him do that? It's nothing. Fine. I got this. Well, you better not mess this up, Jim. You're gonna win this fight if you just hang in there. Don't go for the knockout. And whatever you do, don't let him do that to you again. But it was too late for the voice of reason. Jimmy had already decided what he was going to do. He was going to beat Tommy the Tank Bronson by knockout and show everybody that he was the real deal. He was going to stick it in everyone's face for doubting him and get a massive payday for it. Nothing could stop him. And now begins the 12th and final round of this incredible bout between Tommy the Tank Bronson and the untouchable Jimmy McDermott. Boy, oh boy, what a show it's been, and Jimmy is looking to end things on a high note. He comes in hot and lands a nice hook followed by a body shot. Oh, he's really digging into Bronson now. It looks like he's trying to finish it here. Bronson is on his heels with nowhere to go. A barrage of punches is coming from McDermott, and the crowd is on its feet. It looks like this is the end, folks. It looks like, oh, massive counter from Bronson, and Jimmy is stunned. He stumbles back, and Bronson moves forward with bad intentions. The pressure is on Jimmy now. He's clearly still phased. Bronson attacks viciously, and it looks like there's still steam in the tank. Bronson connects. He connects again, and again, and again. Oh, no, Jimmy is on the ropes, clinging to dear life. Bronson is really giving it to him now. Jimmy can't seem to, oh, devastating uppercut from Bronson, and Jimmy is down. Wow, what a turn of events. The referee is giving Jimmy the count, and he is still face down on the mat. It doesn't look like he's going to recover from this one, as he's still motionless. The referee is waving his arm, and this fight is over. Tommy Bronson wins in dramatic fashion, and the crowd is going wild for him. What an amazing comeback.